Welcome to Widow Too Soon. I am Michelle Bader and I'm sitting here with my friend and co-host Mark Massaro. How are you doing today, Mark? Doing well and I'm exhausted. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Why are you so exhausted? Oh, I'm packing up a house by myself and it's yeah. a lot of work. Um, but, you know, I've just been plugging away at it every day. I actually um, am excited to say that after one open house, I had multiple offers on my house um, and uh, it's been a huge blessing. So, you know, there was actually a very um, interesting moment. One of the, because in California, you have to disclose if somebody's died in the house in the mm. past three years. So we had a really nice offer and they backed out after we disclosed that Lacey wow. died in the house. That was a little awkward. That is. Um, it was a little awkward. Uh, you know, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Other people didn't care, but just that one has like kind of huh. stuck with me of like, oh, that's weird, you know, but yeah. whatever it wasn't, those weren't the people meant to buy my house. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it's been, it's been pretty exciting. It's been moving along really quickly and I've felt a lot of peace from God about it, but man, That's have awesome. I been busy. It yeah. is like, and I'm a pretty minimal person. I like yeah. to think, and I've been getting rid of time. I just every day for like two weeks, I was just gathering. I mean, I sold a lot of stuff, but I was just gathering huge piles of stuff, taking a photo of it, putting it on Facebook marketplace and saying yeah. it's free, but you have oh, to take wow. all of it. That, that's perfect. No coming that. and picking through anything. You yeah. just load it up and go and you decide what you want later. And so, um, you know, I'd usually have this strategy where I'd put like something really nice in there and then just a bunch of whatever stuff that's perfect. and people would just come for the one nice thing and take all my stuff. So I didn't have to get a dumpster, which is nice. Um, <laughs> but that is it's, awesome. it's worked and, and actually yeah. it's been a tremendous blessing because I, I'm not even kidding. Like, I feel like 70% of the people that showed up were believers and oh, wow. prayed for me or laid oh, hands awesome. on me and prayed. Um, I made friends. Like I nice. have new Facebook friends that were people I met through, you know, Facebook marketplace and offer that's up. So cool. Um, yeah, really good people. And um, just so we've been able to bless each other and, you know, I won't get into the specifics of that, but just that we've been able to, you know, do nice things for each other already. And, um, this one really nice lady, uh, who bought some backyard furniture from me, but I told her I needed to hold on to it for a while. Cause it looks mm -hmm. good in my backyard. <laughs> um, so I need my house to get appraised first with that furniture back there. Yeah. Um, but she's been real sweet. And every time I see her or talk to her, um, she's like, man, the Lord just has you on my heart and your kids Aww. so much. And, I just want you to know that I'm really like praying for you guys. And I really feel like what you're doing is a good thing for your kids. And uh, so it's just been, it's been a really big blessing, things that I didn't expect. So even through all the stress of, um, you know, packing and doing all this stuff, it's, uh, it's been a huge blessing in many ways, but I'm, I'm still, you know, we just started a 30 day escrow and mm -hmm. I'm pretty much at the point where like, I have most of the most of the packed stuff, I have a huge pile in my garage, really neatly organized, all packed mm -hmm. stuff, labeled. Nice. And um, so, it, but it's been, man, it's been keeping me busy. So yeah, that wow. is a super long answer to your <laughs> question of why I am exhausted. <laughs> and that's why I've been up and down the ladder in the attic, bringing stuff down and I'm almost done. So, so have you had grief in this process? You know, at first, yes. Mm -hmm. um, because as I was going through 
things, seeing what I wanted to get rid of, seeing what I wanted to keep. I found a lot of stuff that I didn't know Lacey had. Um, Diaries from high school. Wow. You know, whatever. Not only was I her husband, but, you know, she's not with us anymore. So I felt fine reading them. Oh, yeah. I thought it was really cute. Like, you know, reading about these boys that. Oh, my gosh. He he was cute. And, you know, I really enjoyed. He came over and talked to me and we played ping pong. And that's like a um, treasure. You just found a treasure in your house. Yeah, for sure. So I kept I kept that stuff, obviously. But, you know, um, college papers and things that she had written that I got to read her reports and, um, you know, just really got to get to know her a little bit more in some ways, you know, and, you know, it's like, no matter how much you think, you know, someone, you really aren't completely in their head. Right. And you don't, you can't cover every single topic out there. Right. And so it was really neat to like read her college papers and reports that she did and her opinions on things and, um, you know, just certain topics that would be so random that her and I would never really talk about them. Um, but, you know, like there was actually one college paper that I thought was absolutely beautiful that she wrote on what marriage should be. And this oh, is, wow. you know, we were we were dating at the time and she was just that she had that much integrity that her paper that she wrote about what a wife should be was exactly the kind of wife that she was. Oh, and, you it. know, she just believed what she wrote and she was just a woman of an incredible integrity, incredibly high character. And um, so, yeah, so that caused me some grief because I was just like, man, I wish I would have, I wish I would have got to tell her how, you know, brilliant I thought she was for writing this article and how cool I thought it was that she was actually, I mean, I did tell her this stuff, but just right. based off of like, hey, I read this report you wrote in college. And I just want you to know that, like, I think it's really cool that you're exactly the wife who you said you wanted to be. And, you know, just things. So there was a little bit of grief. And then obviously, you know, you can't pull out a photo album without looking through it. And, oh, yeah. um, You know, I found photo albums from, you know, before we were together and just got to see a lot of the adventures she went on. And right. Yeah. So but no, I mean, I think ultimately, though, um, there's so much excitement for me that I didn't I didn't realize how much difficulty it's brought me being in this house still. Mm. um yep. until I, until the thought mm. has become very real of leaving this house right and then all of a sudden it's like whoa this is uh this has brought me a lot of grief staying here you know yes. and things that I just don't share with people and yep because it's dark nobody wants to hear about the things deep and dark in my head you right. know like the things that I've seen like nobody wants to relive those things with me Right. Um, but I can't shake them. I can't shake what I've seen yep. and felt and, you know, but I'm not going to just randomly bring that up to someone like, oh, let me remind you of this really dark and horrible thing that happened, you know, like, so I'm stuck with the thoughts. I remember them. I remember what happened on that little part of my bedroom or whatever, you yes. know, just things like that. So anyways, um, thanks for asking. Yes, it did bring me grief, but it has evolved into a genuine peace and excitement mm. um, for a new beginning. So um, awesome. any of you listening, I would adore your prayers. Um, you know, it's a big, it's a big decision to yeah. move 2000 miles away from everything, you know, so yeah, oh, I'm so excited <laughs> um, for you. Thank you. And how about you? What's, uh, what's been going on in your world? Well, first, I wanted to comment on that as you know, and the listeners probably know I moved last April into a new house. And that was huge because Luke, uh, just like Lacey passed away in her house 
And I had flashbacks of his death and the hard things and all that all the time when I was there. And moving was one of the best things I did um, for my healing. And so I think it's awesome that you're going to do that. You know, I know not everyone is in the place where they can do that, but if it's something you're thinking of, you know, definitely pray about it because it is something that has helped me tremendously. Yeah, I have flashbacks once in a while about that, but it is not like it used to be where I was literally looking at where it happened. Right. And so it's going to be to that so, so good for you to get out. And that's encouraging. Just, yeah. I think you're, you're going to see that, that it's like, whoa, I don't think about it as much because you're not looking at it. And then yeah. I said this before, but it's like, I don't miss Luke as much here because he never lived in this house. I missed him more at my other house because like, okay, here's where this happened. We lived there for 17 years. You know, here's where we brought the baby's home. This is like, I posted a picture today. Here's where he carried me over the threshold when we got married. And like, I posted Mm. about how it was like hard to move. And it was the day I signed all the papers to sign everything over to the new owners. I cried. I sat in the party and cried, but it was so good. You know, it was hard because you're like letting go of this part of your life. And you may feel some grief when you drive away. Mm-hmm. Like I remember walking through crying the last time I was looking at everything and just like, this is where he died. This is the final place he was at and I'm leaving it. It was just mm-hmm. kind of a weird feeling. So you no, probably, I totally get that. Yeah. I totally get that and relate to it. And it's mm-hmm. something I see, like you said, it's everywhere in my house. And yeah. like nobody, I don't really talk about that with anybody. Cause like I said, I don't want anybody to come down into the darkness with me, but yeah, it is something you're reminded of every single day and all the time. And you just can't help but walk past something and remember something that happened there, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So anyways, yeah, we've been doing good except for um, COVID hit our family again, two oh and my half goodness. months after we had it last time. But the good thing is COVID rules have changed. It's, it's not 10 days, it's five days, blah, 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 all these things. And actually Haley was um, a close contact and she was allowed to return to school but because she'd had, she was allowed to, because she had had it in the last 90 days, but she had a fever and everything. So we got her tested and she had it. So we mm. didn't think you could get it again, like that fast. So anyways, she has it praying it, but she's almost past like today's her last day of being, um, and how's she feeling pretty good. It was so different from last time. So we think it's the new variant because the mm. first one we were all out for like two weeks. She had one day of a fever and then she's been pretty good. So nice. That was a little bit frustrating. She had to miss school and all that stuff, but not as bad as last time. So we're happy about that. We keep, you know, I'm like, it's not like last time. Let's just be thankful. We're not sick. Like last time you're, you know, five days instead of 10, like so much better. Um, and the exciting thing is that I got to see Joel. So as you guys probably know, we have a long distance relationship. He lives in Louisiana. I live in Washington. So we are trying to see each other once a month. Um, we have seen each other three times now and we've been here three months and he's going to be here. Yeah, I know we're doing good in uh, three more weeks. He will be here. He'll be here on Valentine's day. It'll be fun. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Um, even though, Luke always said Valentine's Day is a Hallmark holiday. Yep. I think I remember you saying that's how yep. you felt too. Like it's just amazing. Big time. Joel told me that too. I'm like, but it's important to me. So <laughs> hey, if it's important celebrate. to you, then it's important. You know? We're going to celebrate it, but we just had this uh, wonderful weekend of you know just all kinds of things we got to ride in like a horse and buggy ride and go explore caves and go to the top of this restaurant that's kind of like the space needle you sit in it and it goes around the whole city oh nice um it was just a great time to just continue to get to know each other better do fun things we rode electric bikes like it was just like 
adventure the whole time. And that's what I want. And so it was absolutely amazing. So that's something really, really good that happened. And, you know, we're just navigating this new world for both of us. And, you know, I, I don't have a lot of grief. Like I feel like my grief now is more for my kids than it is Mm. for me, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, just navigating a new relationship and all that. It's good. But I want to get into the topic today. The meat and potatoes. The, the meat and potatoes. <laughs> no sauce. I don't do sauces. I don't do condiments. You know, know nothing so on weird. it. Just plain. So weird. <laughs> it is weird. I know. It's who I am. Okay. So they're like, do you want teriyaki or ranch? I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, no. I want to <laughs> smother it with teriyaki and dip it in ranch. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I don't do condiments. No, thank you. <laughs> I know. What about weird. Joel? Does Joel do condiments? Oh, yeah. He thinks it's weird that it's like, no. <laughs> don't do any. Oh, that's like, funny. No, I don't. So, anyways, okay. Meet and potatoes. I remember, sorry, real quick. I remember okay. when we first met, we uh-huh. were talking about this stuff. Um, you know, obviously, we didn't have our podcast yet, but you were telling me about all this stuff you don't like. And I'm like, so what do you eat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, I, I thought that was pretty funny. Obviously very, there's very... a lot more you eat than, but I was just like, I don't get that, but yeah. Was... I know, but you and know you what? And you were telling me Luke was a big sauce guy too. He'd put ketchup oh, yeah. on everything, right? Oh yeah, totally. Yes. That's and what's funny. interesting is Joel is like super healthy and he has helped me. Like I actually ate a piece of, what was that called? It's a vegetable. <laughs> Hold on. It starts with an A. What's that called? Not even asparagus? Kidding. No, no. It's okay. like green. Okay. Asparagus is green, but um, it's, it's green. It starts with an A. What's Alfalfa that? sprout? No, the stuff that Popeye ate. What's that oh, spinach. No, that's. Yeah, Popeye ate spinach. <laughs> yeah, but that's not what this is. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is like a basic thing that I should know. I ate a piece of it, whatever it was. Uh-oh. Uh oh! No, I'm just trying to. Think. It doesn't start me. with an A, but eggplant. Was, no, and it was green, and it, I tried to buy some one day. Anyways, it's not kale. It's something else. It's gonna bother me. It's gonna come back to me in the middle. Yeah, of the no, episode. we're gonna think about this. We're we not are. Forward, do you think of it? I actually ate it. And I was like, ah, it's not that bad. It's it's pretty common. Yes, very common. I guess. And for sure, it starts with an A. No, not for sure. Okay. <laughs> On that, Broccoli. Like, <laughs> no, it's like it looks like salad, but darker. Because he was telling me the darker the grain, the better it is for yeah, you, right? Yeah. So I ate a piece of that. Romaine lettuce? No. It's no. very dark green. Um, um, not kale. Like, artichoke? Like a, no, I should know this. You guys are going to be like, what? You don't know what that is. <laughs> Hold on. Joel, Hold what was that food? You had? What was that foreign food that I ate? <laughs> I know. Uh, anyways, he's getting me to eat healthier anchovies fish. no wait that's fish well no i'm sorry. just gonna it's like anchovies that's funny. i know sorry i just anyways i don't know what the point of this was food he got um, you to step outside your bubble and eat some vegetables yes okay i'm looking at a picture of vegetables i'm gonna find it <laughs> this is so <laughs> bad okay it's got picture, <laughs> picture of vegetables oh my gosh if you're on youtube you can see oh my gosh <laughs> hold on hold on it's not that one Maybe bok was- choy <laughs> no, I think it was spinach. It was spinach. You're right. Okay. Spinach, spinach is good. It was spinach. It was. I like spinach. How was it prepared? Was it raw or did you like? No, he had it. It was on his plate. Cooked in had... coconut oil? 
It was some kind of oil and salt and pepper. I put salt mm, on anything and it's delicious. Good. It was spinach. Now that I'm looking at this, okay. and not with an A. So you got it right. Popeye ate this. Okay. So spinach is hilarious because you can put like a whole bag in a front because that's how I do it too. I like cook it up in a frying pan. You oh. put like a whole bag and by the time you're done, it's like this little tiny pile. Really? It's so weird. It shrinks down like nothing so I've ever seen. Or something? Probably. Yeah. That's what I would imagine. Why? Or just maybe, I don't know. But yeah, I'm like, really? That's all it made? But it's very dense, obviously, when you yeah. cook it. But yeah, I love spinach. I love vegetables in general. There's a couple I don't like. It's good you do. I'm not a fan of eggplant. Um, that's about all I can think of. Yeah, I love cucumbers. I've been eating a lot of those. Oh, yeah. Food, so that's good. Cucumbers are a fruit. No, they're not. Yep. Anything with seed is fruit. No, I'm going to look that up. All right. Alexa. See, she hears me. <laughs> Too far away. Alexa, is a cucumber a fruit? Let's see if she hears me. Wait for it. Vegetables, said vegetables. No. Yes. Cucumber's a fruit. Anything, anything hey, with Let's do this. Is a fruit. Listen, Siri. Hey, Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hey, Siri. Is a cucumber a vegetable or a fruit? It's, it's they're both. Is a cucumber, it's not working. Is a cucumber a vegetable or a fruit? I guess you're just looking it up. That works. Botanical classification, cucumbers are a fruit. No. Anything that has at least one seed. Is, so avocados are fruit, tomato are fruit. Are you secretly asking your phone? Here's an answer from healthline.com. Though many people think of cucumbers as vegetables, the scientific <gasps> definition indicates that they're a type of fruit. What? You win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I was telling that to my daughter. I'm like, avocado is actually a fruit. Tomatoes are a fruit. So now she like goes around the grocery store pointing out all the fruits to me. So like zucchinis are technically fruit. Wow. But we think of fruit as sweet, but that's right. just uh, whatever. I think it's the seed is what classifies it as no, a fruit. I know. Good to know. Yeah. That was that was a good side note. We just what did, about asparagus? So. You ever had asparagus? I don't think so. Okay, it's really good. I won't talk to you about the signature item um, with asparagus until after you it eat it. It makes you pee green or something? It makes your pee smell. <laughs> or pee smell. I just knew there was something about that. Yeah, yeah that there's fun. so many times where like I eat like a big salad or something and I'm like, Ew. Well, okay, that's probably too much for the air or whatever. People are real. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like, I'll like pee later. I'm like, I don't remember eating asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, wow. it's not necessarily a stink it's a distinct smell okay i'll look forward okay. to that at some point anyway sorry about that viewers <laughs> a little tmi this is you know we're all, we're all adults here and i'm sure everybody knows what i'm talking about exactly except for those of us who don't even know what spinach is yes so there are anyways some of us. he's a good influence he's helping me eat that's great healthier and you know what you put in your body and don't you want to be the healthy you know all the stuff yeah. so it's been great but let's get to <laughs> Being healthy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's great stuff. Okay. Interacting right. and connecting with people after loss. Okay. Mm. So I think this is important because sometimes like after loss, we can go into like, uh, like we don't want to get out of the house. I remember that. Like, mm -hmm. but we had kids, so we kind of like had to do it, but like social events. I remember my first social event like bigger social event. No, it couldn't have been my first one, but I remember going to a bigger social event. It was like a third of July party, not fourth of July. And um, just being around all these people and it was difficult and people didn't know whether they should say something or not say something to me. And it was, 
was kind of a hard time. Like I, and we've been through this before. I personally would rather somebody say something to me (laughs) instead Mm -hmm. of just like ignore this big thing that happened to me. Um, But what do you think about interacting and connecting with people after loss? What are your thoughts? So as we all know, um, people are different around you most times. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have to expect that and anticipate that. Um, But what I find helps normalize things a lot is um, smiling a lot. And smiling's my favorite. (laughs) What's that from? I don't know. Yes, you do. I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Maybe you don't know this movie. We've never talked about this one. It happens at Christmas. Is it Elf? Yes. Good job. Okay. Okay. Anyways, go ahead. Didn't mean I I don't remember that specific part, but um, I do love that movie. Um, So anyways, yeah, I think, you know, just start by like smiling at people and it kind of eases their guard, um, eases the awkwardness for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, because people don't know whether you want to talk about it or not talk about it is probably one of the main things that I've noticed. And um, it is easiest when people are just willing to talk about it. I've talked, I've spoken with people that, um, you know, some people really close to me that lost, you know, their son and for someone else close to me, her brother. Um, And the mom and dad were telling me that like, one of the hardest things is that like, people don't bring up his name. People don't talk about him. And um, because, you know, and then you'll get, you know, a lot of people saying things like, oh, I didn't know if you wanted to, you know, I didn't want to bring it up. And, you know, the most common thing I say is like, I didn't forget. You're not like reminding me, you know, but I think so. But we're talking from this side of it because we still want to have relationships with people. We still want to go out and talk to people and be social and interactive. Most of us, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I'd say just like smiling at people is probably a good, um, you know, makes you approachable. Mm-hmm. I think walking around smiling, holding your head high, um, you could still be feeling pain inside and still hold your head high. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that's, that's really important is to just stand tall. Well, I'm five, five. I can't stand very tall. <laughs> but, right. I, I stand up on my stool and uh, <laughs> I appear bigger than I am, but um, no, but you know, I walk with my head held high because like, um, you know, I'm a child of God and uh-huh. that's at the forefront of my mind all the time. And I smile, I smile at people. I say hello to people. And I think that sort of eases people and drops their guard a little bit because I've, I've had people like totally walk the other way to avoid um, me. And it was super obvious. Really and it was awful. like, oh, okay, that was really weird. Like it really, like, I mean, you could just say hi, you know, yeah. but and it's not because what I've learned is to not take it personally. It's more of something they're struggling with. They don't know what to say to me. They don't mm-hmm. know how to face me. Um, and so I've seen them totally go out of their way to like walk around to not interact with me. Right. Um, but you know, I'd say just like make yourself approachable. Um, is probably a good first step. What do you think? Yeah, definitely with smiling and maybe you have to, in the beginning, force yourself to go to some kind of social event. But I, what I found is that I would always feel better after. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm like, I don't really want to go, but then I go and then I'm able to just forget about my stuff for a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, and just be in someone else's world. So that's good. Um, 
if you're in a situation like you're meeting new people or you're, you know, you don't know what to say. You're, you haven't been out in a while. You don't know what to do. I learned this a long time ago. If you remember the acronym FLOP, F-L-O-P, if you remember this, every conversation will flow. I got a little secret for you. So F stands for family. So you ask someone, okay, let's just do a little example. You ask them. So I'm like, Mark, tell me about your family. Like, do you have kids, et cetera, et cetera. So then that would take up several minutes. And then usually like you get stuck on one of these because they talk forever and that's fine. Like the, what you're trying to do during this time period is connect with them. You want to be able to say, oh, I have kids the same age. Or so you're, you're going through this list, trying to find a place to connect with them. The next thing is L like, oh, where do you live? Like what part of town are you in? You know, you're, you're trying to find, oh yeah, I used to live over there. I know someone who lives over there, whatever. And then the next thing is, um, O is for occupation. Like, oh, what do you do for work? Oh, I used to do that same thing. Or I know somebody who does that same thing. Or tell me more about the, that thing. And the point is you want to be the most interested person. Not interesting. Okay, mm, let me say that that's again. That's good. Yeah, interested, not interesting. You know the people who just talk about themselves? Blah, 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 blah. Look what I did. Or you know the people that interrupt you or you know the whole time you're talking to them, they just want to say something about themselves. Mm-hmm. They want to one-up you or like mm-hmm. whatever. You don't want to be that person. You just want to be the person who's interested. And you know what? If you're a new widow and this is overwhelming, don't worry about it. This is just for when you feel ready to get out there. Because when you get out there, you're going to feel better. And, yes. you know, like I said, you might have to force yourself. P is passions. Like which means- Oh, I thought it was going to be pin number with all pin the number. lead. Well, Tell you know, you want to know their family and their where they live. And oh, like, that sounds kind I of I thought like next crazy. was like, you know, what's your pin now, number? What's your pin number? That's awesome. I never thought of that. Um, so yeah, that would be funny. P is passions. Like, but you don't usually say, what are you passionate about? I mean, you could, mm-hmm. but usually I say like, what, what kind of hobbies? Like, what do you like to do for sure. fun? And yeah. then you're like, oh, I like to run. I like to dance. Like, blah, 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 blah. Me too. And you're trying to connect with them. And if you remember that acronym FLOP, your conversations will not be a flop. So just a little something I learned along the way. That's, that's really good. It's helped me, you know, to, you know, help keep conversations flowing. Yeah. You have to, um, you have to pique somebody's interest. Yes. And so, you know, it's like, cause you're trying to pique someone's interest. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the key to great conversation. And, you know, along the lines of what you said that, People will think you're an excellent conversationalist if you are a good listener. True that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, these are just like strategies to like, you know, make new friends or just carry on conversations and stuff like that. But that's, if you pique someone's interest, the conversation is just going to take off. So um, just as like an example, if, if somebody has some really nice shoes on or something and you compliment their shoes, they're probably going to want to talk about their shoes or whatever and things like that. And so you're just kind of trying to find something to um, pique the conversation or pique their interest rather. Um, And those are all, those are all really good strategies that you mentioned. I like that the flop acronym, that's really Mm -hmm. good. And it's, uh, you know, just, but being genuinely interested in someone else is going to you know, carry a lot of weight as far as keeping a conversation going and stuff like that. But sometimes, you know, it can be hard if you're not in that place because they're feeling awkward, you're feeling awkward. Um, So you can just kind of use these as tools to reflect back on, 
to kind of um, break up if there's any awkward silence. And you and I both, you know, we've talked about this. We don't have any problem um, talking. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's the long podcast sometimes. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, because we get interested in something and, you know, we just want to talk about it. And that's how it works, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, these are all good, good strategies for, you know, if you're ready to get back out into the social world and, you know, maybe meet new people um, or whatever, and you, you know, maybe you're a little introverted or maybe you've just kind of lost interest. Um, so these are good tools to kind of reflect back on mm-hmm. um, and resort to if you kind of find yourself at a stalemate in a conversation or something. Um, yes. Yeah. And people don't remember what you said. They remember how you made them feel. That's mm. a really important thing I learned. Can you guys tell we have a little bit of sales background between us? <laughs> you got to close that deal. Let me you tell you about close. the ABC. Always be closing. <laughs> I learned, ooh, here's mine. Bam, fam. Book a meeting from a meeting. Always have an ex- <laughs> You know, that's not what we're talking about here. But while we're getting into our what we've learned. <laughs> um, a brand new car. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Back to what we're talking about. But, yes. you know, we learned people skills. And we know how to talk to people from our experiences that we've had. And so I just kind of wanted to go into like, okay, well, maybe I feel ready, but like, what do you mean? Like what, what kind of social events, that kind of thing? How do I find them? So first of all, your friends, like maybe you start with inviting people to your house instead of going out, you start with two or three friends, small, we want to come over or whatever, and just kind of like do it, you know, small. And then, um, you know, if you go to church, look in the bulletin or that's kind of old school online. <laughs> and we do have bulletin in our church um, and find out what kind of events might be going on. See if there's something you want to go to. Like my new church, so I'm going to a new church. I'm so excited. I haven't told you this, but I'm going to start going to like a home group on oh, Monday, nice. Monday night. So they start that like it's the new semester or whatever. <clears throat> so that's going to be awesome. And it's like a women's only group because I didn't really want to go to a couples group. Like I know I could have, but I felt like I don't really want to, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of, I'm on a weird stage, but anyways, church, the point is church will have things you could plug into. Um, I've also looked into the single moms group, but I don't really feel like I need that, but there's like different places that you can plug in to be social. There's also meetup.com. If you're like, I really, I don't have a church. I don't know. Like I want to get out and do things. Meetup.com. You could probably even look up widows. Like I used to use this a lot in business to, (coughs) excuse me, find like different groups to meet with. So you could even type in widow groups on meetup.com. You can go to Facebook and find widow groups. Like what? I didn't what? know any of this. What? I mean, we wouldn't be here if we had not meet on meetup.com. We met on Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook. Oh, so is meetup through Facebook? No, I'm on a different subject now. I moved on. I said oh. meetup, meet church, Facebook. Sorry. Okay. Okay. I thought that was one thing you were incorporating. Okay. Meet Sorry. I was, I was just spacing out thinking about meetup.com. I'm like, wait, so I could just find someone to watch a movie with? No, well, I have people. I'm just kidding. But yeah, but you can. I mean, I don't know if it's watching. That's pretty cool. I used to use it all the time. Look it up, people. It's kind of interesting. Meetup.com. There's meetups going on all the time. And you can get on like alerts. So you get alerted when new meetups come. And it's kind of Find a fun some place. skateboarder friends. You could. You. I saw that video again. That was amazing. You did a little, <laughs> what do you call it? A little flip or a little. 360 kickflip. That thing. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. It was pretty awesome. MarkMassaro.com on Facebook. <laughs> I'm doing tricks. <laughs> doing tricks. Anyways, okay. Facebook. Yes. 
what I was mm-hmm. going to say in other groups, like the one that we met in where it's not local, but you can also find local people within that. Or like I'm on some Washington widows groups and within that, then they do it by city and then they do it events. So, or start one. I started a widows group here. We did one event. I nice. need to do some more, but um, those are some ideas of like things that you could go to, or you probably already have your friends. And, you know, even like, if you're not in a place where you feel like you could host it, just ask, ask one of your <laughs> Can I talk? <laughs> Ask one of your friends to organize something for you. You know, I had to do that in the beginning because I was the glue with my friends. I'm the one who always starts things. And for a while I had to say, I need you guys to do it. I can't do it. And they did, you know, someone else took over organizing things. And so just reach out again. People want to help. They don't know what to do. So if you're wanting to get together with your friends, but you don't have the energy to think about where and when and how, ask a friend to do it for you. Do you have any um, other ideas about like where to go or anything on this topic? Well, no, I agree with you about the church and actually uh, you were saying it for yourself, but um, home groups, oh, I'm, mm-hmm. I found some of my best um, friends from church through starting to go to a home group because a home group um you know, we got, we got to be friends with about 20 people or so. And then, you know, we saw them every week for, you know, months and months while we were going through the book of Philippians, I believe it was mm-hmm. met a lot of great friends. And then through that, I got invited on a men's retreat and I got to go on a men's retreat. And then I came back to church and I was like, man, I feel like I know everybody here. And um, so, you know, getting involved, I think is a good thing, but you know, you could go volunteer somewhere um you know there's all kinds oh, of that's a great idea places like volunteer you know that need volunteers and stuff like that and uh it's good good social interaction and like Michelle mentioned earlier um that you always even though you might not want to do it and this is totally me um I don't want to do social things often but when I do I'm always happy that I did wait you don't want to I don't sometimes I've I don't seen you in social situations you're very good I am when I get there, but I have a social anxiety that I don't understand. Well, that's right. You told me um, that. Yeah. Whenever there, and it doesn't matter who it's with and how comfortable I am with the people. Um, and I don't know what it is. I don't know where it stems from, but I do get an anxiety um, before I go to something. Mm. And then when I'm there, it's like completely gone and I'm just interacting with everybody and it's great. Yeah. And I'm having a wonderful time, but for some reason, before the event, I have like this social anxiety and um, it's gotten, you know, Lacey helped me with it a lot. Um, She was very patient with it and would like talk to me, you know, talk me through it or whatever. But um, so I still feel it, but I'm still able to utilize a lot of the tools that she, um, you know, taught me. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'd say those are really good, um, you know, or if you're, you know, you know, looking for some kind of part-time job if you can, because you're, you know, you're bound to meet people at a job site. Um, You know, just a lot, there's a lot of different things you can do, but I'm also like, I'll meet people at the grocery store. I'll meet people at the dog park. Like I just start talking to people and before I know it, but I'll tell you, like, I, I think one of the best skills I have as far as interacting with people is I genuinely want to listen Yes. to them and Mm -hmm. take advice from people and you know people love that um you know also a really good way is like ask somebody for help with something and it doesn't have to be like hey come help me paint my room or something but if you yield 
to somebody, if somebody knows that um, they're the expert, for example, if you pull over and ask somebody for directions, I've never met anybody who is not super excited to give you directions. Like, it's so interesting. And I remember learning that a long time ago that they're like, um, if you can make someone feel like they are needed, um, it really goes a long way. Like, so for example, if you pull over and you ask somebody like how to get somewhere, I've never in my life pulled over and asked somebody directions for somewhere and they weren't like, oh yeah, let me draw you a map, you know, and they, yeah. they want to be the one in the know. Yeah. Um, so I think those are, you know, good ways to start um, talking to people, but it so it doesn't, the point I was getting at is it doesn't have to be long conversations. You don't have to develop friendships through every conversation. I met this lady at the dog park the other day and we chatted for a good hour and 20 minutes Whoa! and then we went our own ways. And it's not like we, you know, connected through Facebook or whatever, but we knew a lot about each other's lives by the time we left. And yeah, it's just, I looked back on it and I have a fond feeling over having a conversation with this lady. She was really nice. Um, she had some real, absolutely. It was a really interesting story. Her son was recently on shark tank. Oh, nice. And uh, got a deal with Damien from, cool. I don't know if you've ever watched that show. I but, love that show. Yeah, uh, but, Luke and um, I used to so watch it she a was lot. telling me all about it. And so I went home and I watched the episode. I found it on YouTube. Is it and, still on? Like, are they still making episodes or is it a while? It was a while ago. And, well, it's, it sounds like he's still in the, pro- I think it's still on because it sounds like he's still in, I don't know when the episode aired, yeah. but he's still in the process. And she was like, um, you know, his business was struggling. Um, Mm -hmm. He was living in an RV on their property, the mom. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so hearing him talk about it to the sharks was pretty interesting because I already knew the whole story from his mom. Um, But she said that like, literally like right after the episode aired that he had like $250,000 in sales, like overnight. Uh, So it was pretty cool. But anyways, we didn't, you know, we didn't exchange numbers. We didn't uh, become Facebook friends, but um, those kinds of things help you feel better about yourself, yes. like being a part of society and yes. uh, being able to bless someone else by, you know, telling them you're going to pray for them. And man, when you've been just this light to them and then they find out, you know, through a conversation, um, it happens a lot naturally. I'd say be ready to talk about it, though, because it's going to come up and um because it does, it, it comes up naturally. I plan on not telling people that I'm widowed. You know, I don't plan on telling people, yeah. but then they're like, like, for example, this one lady the other day, she's like, well, what does your wife think about you getting rid of all of her kitchen stuff? Right. And I was like, well, I don't think she really cares. Like she's in heaven, you know? And she's, she's like, heaven. oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And, you know, and so we'd like chat about it a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's, so, you know, it's just like these conversations you have with people, I guess, is the point is that mm-hmm. like these things help fill your day. They help bless you. And so, yeah, telling this woman that, you know, it, it comes up naturally. And so just expect that it's going to come up, like no matter how much you decide you're not going to talk about yeah, it, if you are, you know, if that's where you are, because sometimes I don't want to talk about it. I just want to feel normal and I don't want to. Uh-huh. I'm sure a lot of people relate to this and a lot of people might not, but like you kind of get to a point where like you kind of don't want the sympathy anymore right? Like, to a degree, you know, it's like, yes. I kind of just want to like, I, I appreciate your condolences, but uh, like, I just want to have a normal conversation and 
you know, not be like all of a sudden where they're like, oh, and like the whole dynamic of the conversation shifts. Um, and so, but just know that it's going to come up. And so in that situation, she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, what did she pass right. from? I'm like, thank you. Um, she passed from cancer. It was about a year and a half ago. She's a wonderful woman. Um, but you know, we're, my kids and I are blessed. We're, we're doing fine. We miss her every day, but you know, we're pressing forward. And then I kind of, I kind of bring the conversation back to a sense of normalcy. Um, and so those are just things that you should know that like in having these conversations with strangers, which is what I try to do everywhere I go, because I enjoy it. <laughs> That's awesome. um, but by the way, I am excited to live in a place where nobody knows. Yeah. I've met That's people where cool. they're like, oh, wait a minute. We were in your parade um, for your son. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, and it's just like uh, it's not a good thing. Um, I mean, it's great that people care. I'm not saying that. Right. But like sometimes it's it's I'm not saying this in a good way, but it's like I'm. I'm well known in this area. A lot of people know what happened yeah. and I'm excited to move to a place where not a lot of people know. And yeah. it's a, I get to control the narrative and um, you know, it's like, I think I've said it on here before, but like, there's been times where I've, there was a time when I went into the grocery store and I was checking out with my kids and this lady's like, Oh, are you the guy that lost your wife to cancer? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Um, and here's the milk, you know, <laughs> like, can you scan the milk, please? Um, yeah, you know, but it's, so it's really sweet. People care. It's not like, you know, they're just trying to get into my business or whatever. But so anyways, I was just trying to say that, like, you know, anticipate that it's going to come up, but just be ready to control it, I guess, is the best mm -hmm. way to say, you know, it's kind of like when I used to serve tables. Um, mm -hmm. I worked for a restaurant called Claim Jumper. A lot of you probably have heard of it. Maybe not. Um, it's very popular on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, but I worked for that company. And you, one of the things you learn very quickly or anybody waiting tables is that you need to control the narrative. You can't mm. let the table start talking over you. I've trained people before where, um, you know, they're taking orders and they're still stuck on the first order when the second person starts ordering oh. and then the third person starts ordering and they would come to me and they're like, I didn't get down most of it. And I'm like, well, okay. No problem. I'll handle it. But here's yeah. what you need to, you need to tell them, like you're the director, you need to tell them, hold on. I didn't get the first order, sir. Did you want that? How did you want that prepared or whatever? You know, yeah. uh, like you need to control the narrative there or you're going to get steamrolled, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's very similar in carrying on conversation with people is that, you know, you, you need to somewhat be in control of the narrative um, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, be good listeners and, and things like that. But uh, what about you? Anything else? Well, on this wanted, topic yeah i wanted to add that when you're going out and about meeting people or seeing people again give them grace um if you want to go back to ridiculous things people say in one of our episodes or just experience you know people say ridiculous things and try to give them grace like they're trying like mm -hmm. i appreciate even if it's like ridiculous at least they tried mm -hmm. like they tried to say something it's better than to me, like if I'm just back out there and I'm not saying it all. So just give people grace. They don't know what to say. Unless For sure. Yeah. Unless they've been in this situation, they have no idea what to say to you. And they might, might say something ridiculous, but give them the benefit of the doubt that they're trying. And so I just wanted to add that. Yeah, I agree with you. Grace is incredibly important. Um, that you, you have to go into a situation being prepared to give mm -hmm. people grace and, um, you know, knowing that what they might say to you is going to be, it's going to come across insensitive, 
it doesn't mean that it is um, at all. And Michelle mm -hmm. and I are, you know, some of you are further out than us. We're, some of you, we're a lot further out. Um, and things do change. You get to yeah. a position where it doesn't like, you know, shatter your heart to like have yeah. it even be brought up or whatever. Right. Um, but, you know, you, you just have to be prepared that somebody's going to say something where you're kind of taken back by it. Um, mm -hmm. and just be ready to be like, you know, just in your heart, like they're trying to talk to me through this and they're not ignoring me. They're trying like, yeah. like Michelle was saying, I think that's great advice. Yeah. And I was thinking about if you're a new widow, widow and this all seems so daunting and big, like baby steps, like something small, make it a goal, like once a week or once a month or whatever to get out and do something social. That doesn't mean taking your kids to the park. I mean, well, I guess you were social there. I meant like just something with your kids doesn't mean I'm look, like talking about outside of your family in your house, mm -hmm. get out, talk to somebody else. Um, Cause it's, it's easy to just kind of go inward, especially from what I hear from widows that don't have kids and they like, maybe they're retired and they don't have kids. Like it's hard. Yeah. And like, you don't have a job you're going to, you don't have your kids like to stay motivated to want to leave your house. And so um, just want to encourage you to take little baby steps and just see how you feel, make it a goal. I'm going to go out, I'm going to go to this or just, you know, the next social thing you're invited to say yes and see what happens because Satan wants to isolate us. Mm -hmm. It's like a tactic that he uses to get us alone, but God made us to thrive in community. And so that's why I want to encourage you, even if it seems hard, I want to encourage you to get out there around people who love you and positive people. There's so much negative in the world. Like be around people that are positive and that you walk away feeling better. And so I just want to encourage you to take some of those steps because we don't want you isolated you know, get out there. And I think sometimes people think I'm not isolated. Like I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, blah, blah, blah. Like those are for virtual friends. You need your actual in-person friends or, you know, people that you talk to one-on-one -on -one outside of a social media place. You yeah. know, so I want to encourage you to do that, you know, find someone else. Like Mark and I found each other pretty, um, like around six, four, six months somewhere. We were a little bit different places, like early. Now I look at him like that was early in our journey, you know, and we found someone who gets it. And that was mm -hmm. so amazing. And I know helped both of us along this journey. And so look for another person, you know, through, you could start out as like, we start out virtual and find somebody who you can really relate to and talk to and start talking to them and say, Hey, do you want to be like, what? Oh, I don't know what you say. I mean, we didn't say anything like, but like somebody that it's like, you get it. Like oh, widow homies, widow homies. Yeah. Widow homie. <laughs> we never called it that before, but that's a good name. Widow homies <laughs> um, rolling with my widow homies. That was a stretch, but I liked it. <laughs> had to add widow into that. Yeah. I did the whole motion from clueless. If you guys can't see it, which most of you can't because it's on a podcast. We do have hey, YouTube, by the hey, way. We hey. have like 27 subscribers. No, on it's YouTube. 33. So what? We're yeah, with the program. Up. We are blowing up. We're blowing up. But anyways, man. Um, widow homies. No, I was being serious. Like the point is. I know, but you know how I do. I know. <laughs> the point, and that's why people love it. You're always cracking jokes and it's good times. Good times. Okay, back to my point. Find somebody who gets it. Like, I remember when we first started talking, it was like, there's somebody out there who gets it. Like, 
you know, and it's probably going to be someone who their spouse passed away in a similar way, a mm-hmm. similar, like ours was cancer. You might find someone else's COVID or suicide or diabetes, like whatever, like find somebody that you can relate to and be like, whoa, and get this, you know? So that's another little baby step you can take. Hugely it beneficial. It's really, really beneficial. And all of a sudden out of nowhere with you and I, instead of hearing constantly and God bless them, they've meant well, but in, you know, or they didn't do anything wrong, I should right. say, but constantly, I can't even imagine. I can't <laughs> even imagine. I can't even imagine. Right. right. I can only imagine, you know, <laughs> but really with you, it was like, I totally get it. Yes. I totally get it. And then you had comparable stories and it was like, well, it was such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um, to just be like, whoa, like she totally has been through the same thing on many mm-hmm. levels, you know, and it's, it's super cool. Um, yeah. Wait, and- wait I thought oh, of a word ahead. instead of widow homies, it's <laughs> wid homies. Yeah. <laughs> Roland with wid homies. homies. It works. Yeah. It's such a better flow. It is. Okay. Super wid important. Homies. That was okay, super sorry. important. We had I had to, to interrupt you to tell you I got to work because it was going to yeah. forget it. Okay. Go ahead. Back to uh, I, I'm <laughs> just picturing clueless now because I'm keeping it real. I don't know uh-huh. if you remember that. Remember that when he's, uh, when he's bicking his head yes. and his girlfriend walks in and he's all, because I'm keeping it real. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to call your mom. Uh-huh. I love that part. <laughs> It's funny with how yeah. Uh by the way, totally random, but um one of my best buds, uh, this guy Chris, he wanted me to tell you that it is a beanie. What Chris? No, it's not. He said, tell Michelle it's a beanie. And he said, What the heck? A toboggan? What's a toboggan? The toboggan is the thing you slide down the hill on. I didn't Um, know, but no, remember I was telling you that. I was telling you in Tennessee, that's what oh, they call it. Oh, that's, I'm like. He was just also know. commenting on that. Oh, yeah. Just saying, just he me. said, tell Michelle it's a beanie. And no, by Chris. the way, what the heck is a toboggan? <laughs> it's a he's, a good man. he's a good friend. He's a really good dude. Yeah, well. But, you know, and he's right. It's a beanie. Okay. Depends <laughs> on where you live. Yeah, People, they're going to know I'm it? from California. Yeah. They're going to be like, what? A beanie? Yeah, like, I know. I was shocked to find out that people didn't know what a beanie was. I'm like, oh my gosh, they really call this different things other places. Yes, they do. So they weird. Do. Anyways, okay, I think we're good. Unless you've had anything else on this subject. Um, not really super important, but just I was just also going to add that a good way to start conversation with somebody if you struggle with that, because I know yeah. you know you have we the didn't flop. Talk about that. Yeah, we didn't talk about flop that. when you you know yeah, yeah. start the conversation. But what I find is really easy way to start conversation with people. Obviously, start with hello. You had me at hello. Um, hello, you know, Adele. <laughs> hello. Yeah. So we got a little Jerry Maguire reference and uh, oh, yeah, I heard Adele. It. Um, I had someone reach out to me and tell me that she gets all of my references, which was awesome. It was a cool message, (laughs) but um, no, I was just going to say that. So, you know, obviously just saying hi and smiling, but complimenting somebody, find something you genuinely want to compliment them on. Like, Hey, wow, that's a cool car. How do you like it? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, or whatever guys to girls, you have to kind of be careful with that because it's going to come across like like you're hitting on them. Yeah. you know, back in the day, what I used to, because, you know, when you're trying to network yourself, when you're in sales, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're trying to meet people um, to increase your base of people that you know, right? 
So what I would use is if I was talking to a girl, I would compliment her on something, but I would follow it up with something that like, I think, you know, for example, um, wow, those are really cool looking shoes. And she's like, oh, okay. You know, um, I think my girlfriend would really like something like that. Where did you get them? Mm -hmm. Then you've started the conversation and yeah. you helped her put her guard down that, you know, cause you brought up your well, girlfriend. What if you don't have a girlfriend? I know. I'm just, uh, I'm, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm just saying like you could carry yes. the skill over. So for example, if a guy was talking to a girl and he said like, hey, wow, I really like your car. That's cool. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but like, uh, I got it. I you got know, it. you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying yes. that you can, I guess, whatever, we're single now. And so it's like, well, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Not yes. you, but you know what I'm saying? Like we're in I this do. world now. Um, and so it's, you know, it is different. You have to, I guess, just be conscious if you're a guy talking to a girl that it doesn't come across like you're hitting on them. But mm -hmm. I do just fine um, <laughs> talking to girls like it doesn't, I don't come across like a creep, you know, Are you sure? at least I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Has like, anyone hey, actually told ladies. you that you don't come across as a creep? No, but they do carry on the conversation. <laughs> oh, with okay. me and I get offered to be Facebook friends oh, many times. Sweet. That's um good. actually this girl that came to buy some stuff from me we're now friends on facebook now which that. is cool but we talked for a long time we she came to buy some chairs from me in my front yard that i had for sale and uh we ended up talking for like 45 minutes and um she was nice and then we became facebook friends and we enjoyed having conversation with each other but um so yeah i don't think i come across like a creep probably not <laughs> if she decided to be a because friend, i so. creep yeah yeah oh that's really good we sound good we, again we need a band i should have gone with the radio head version because i'm a creep i'm a, I'm a loser <laughs> i think it's loser nope <laughs> you're probably right you usually are because a cucumber is a fruit okay <laughs> you're right you're usually right about no, that. i'm just kidding I, i'm pretty sure those are the lyrics um, I'll, let's, I'll wait for somebody to Facebook message me and I'll forward yeah. it to you. <laughs> okay. One more thing on this yep. topic. Another thing that I learned is called the feel felt found approach. Do you know this one? Feel felt, felt found. found. Yeah. No, it I've works in anything. That. It works in marriage. It works in everything. So if somebody says something like, yeah, it's been, all right. I, I don't. Okay. Tell me something. Okay. Wait, that's not going to make sense. <laughs> anything hilarious you, no tell me how you feel about something how do you feel um like but like a negative thing like how do you feel about dancing oh like gosh i despise <laughs> dancing you know dancing what? is horrible i under okay but i can't okay pretend i understand that <laughs> i understand you say i understand how you feel i felt that way too but mm. what I found was it's really fun when you just let yourself go and you don't worry about anybody watching you. So you need to just You know dance. what? Maybe I will just go out and See, dance. I kind of convinced you, right? <laughs> yeah. So it, so it didn't work as well as like um I get what you're saying though. Like you it's because you you're relating to them again. And but yeah. let's see if you really mean it. Like I couldn't really say that because I've never hated dancing. But if you're like, you know what, I don't really like um leaving the house since you know, I don't like condiments. Okay, I understand how you feel. I felt I that still way feel too. that way. <laughs> what I found is I don't really like them still. Okay, let's do a serious one. You're like, I'm really like, I don't like to leave the house. Like it's harder since mm -hmm. Luke died, whatever. And then, or you say Lacey, and I would say, I understand how you feel. 
I felt that way too. But what I found is like, once I'm out of the house and with people, like I really enjoy it. And I feel better about it. That's good. Isn't that like good? That. You can yeah, use it that's a great application everything. of it. Yes. And so my point is when you're, you know, going out and interacting with people, they say something and you really can relate. Use the feel felt found. Hey, we've got all kinds of acronyms and yeah. little sayings. We're, we we're should awesome. be charging y'all for this. <laughs> Seriously. Feel felt oh, found. Man. Remember that when you're remember flop, feel felt found. I feel like you said something with an acronym, did you? I don't know. No. Nope. Okay. Anyway. Not that I can think of. I don't remember. Let's oh, yeah, I did. What, what did ABC, always A- be closing. Yes. And I said, bam, bam, book a meeting from a meeting. So <laughs> there you go, peeps. This is we just, valuable information. We also introduced the term Winhomey, which I think I'm going to start using because yeah, I kind yeah. of love that. I, I think we should that. trademark that. Yeah. Yeah. Like we should, because you said widow homie and then I said win homie. So we both own that and we should trade that, trademark that. But my name is Mark. And if we're trademarking it, I kind of already have oh, seniority. Funny. Your name's not trade. Oh my gosh. We're trade <laughs> Michelling it. That works too, right? It does work. Yes. Michelling. Yes. Anyway. Michelling. <laughs> we're, we're, we're Michelling this idea. We're gonna it sounds Michelle. like you're getting rid of it for some reason. <laughs> This oh, that's Michelle a terrible idea. idea. I'm Michelling it right now. That sounds bad. My name means getting rid of. I don't like that. Well, I think I'm applying, or I think I'm relating it to like I, shelving I, an idea. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I was about to say, I don't know if you're my wit homie anymore because you just said <laughs> Michelling means getting rid of. Like that's interchangeable. Like I need to go. Michelle the garbage <laughs> out of my house. <laughs> oh, that's good. Right. Okay. I'll hey. stop. I won't okay. say anymore, Wait, but that is really funny. It was. Okay. Good times. Good times. Let's wrap it on up. <laughs> do you want to close this out in prayer? Yes, I okay. do. I just need Bring to. Um, I know. Let's get my like myself serious. a little bit. But you know what? God has a sense funny. of humor. He has a sense of humor. I think that he really Who? does. God, Jesus. Oh, oh yeah. Big time. I thought you said John. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> like, who's... I'm like, who's John? You didn't know. Oh, <laughs> so, um, yes. And it's funny because John is like a generic term for a man, right? Oh, okay. Never mind. I just, never mind. <laughs> it's something else. <laughs> I just remembered what it was. Um, going, moving forward. Um, yes. So I said, God has a sense of, you know, God has a, yes, that's what yes, he does. He absolutely does. So there's no way he could not. Right. I can't think of any specific examples right now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe my height, he might've found that <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> so I want to make him extra short. I have to I tell you something though. <laughs> so Joel and I went to this wax museum and Ben Stiller is like your height. Did you know really? that? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. Makes, I could see that. I got a video. I'll show you. I think I think uh Tom Cruise is really short too. Yeah. So um be proud. You're you know, with the best. Well, you you probably haven't heard of him because you're not well, you were in California for a while. Did you ever hear of the attorney Larry Parker? Larry no. H. Parker, I'll fight for you. No? No. Okay, so he had commercials all over TV as I was growing up. And uh going back to when I worked at Claim Jumper, he actually came in. Oh, cool. And he is super short. And it's weird because if you look at his commercials, like he must be standing on like a like a soapbox or something, because like he always looks like big compared to his colleagues. But he's mm-hmm. like way shorter than me, like really short. Oh, wow. OK, Ben Stiller's five, seven. Oh, what? 
<laughs> bunch of giants. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think uh, how tall is Tom Cruise while you're looking at it? It up? just says Tom is 1.7 m tall or Meters? 5'7. He's 5'7 as well. Tom oh, Cruise. okay. Okay, then I shouldn't call him short because I'm shorter. <laughs> hey, whatever. That's so I thought whatever. I was five six, like forever. And I was. I, okay, I was five, five and a half. And I had like a doctor measured me at that because he didn't believe I was five six. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm, I don't know, stand up here. And so he was like trying to take everything away from me that he could. And he's like, You're like five, five and a half. So first of all, I was pretty upset that he wouldn't just right? let me be five six. I know. Why does I was like, Come that on, matter dude. to a doctor? I'm already five six. Like, just right. let me have it. He's like, You're five, five and a half. So my friend um, didn't believe me that I was five, five and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and she measured me with a tape measure and mm-hmm. I'm now five, four and a half. <laughs> I measured myself and I came in like just under five, five. Hey, just, and you know what? When you're this five, short, five. Just say. eighths of an inch matter. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm five, five. Just say that. Screw everybody. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> anyway, so anyways, yeah, I will, topic, um, I will pray for height. And um, other think things. Suddenly, at forty-two. Yes. I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna have a forty-two-year-old growth spurt. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Seriously, if I could just be, I wish I was a little bit taller. Tall. I wish I, I wish was, it was a ball. I wish I had, I wish a, girl I had a girl that would date. I would call her. I wish I was a rabbit and a hat and a something, something, something. With a bat and a six-four six. Paula. There we go. See, I knew a lot of that one. That you did funny. know a lot of that one. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Okay, pray. All right. I'm I mean, praying. I mean, I'm praying. Band, so Take it pray. easy. Pray now. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait I've been Michelling this whole episode. <gasps> that was the worst. The okay. worst. No, okay. I promise. That was the last time. Okay. okay. Anyways. Bringing it down. Lord, thank you so much for humor and comedy. Yes. It's such a gift. Um, thank you for everything you do for us. And we pray that, um, you would give people strength to be social again, who don't feel like it. We know this isn't an issue for a lot of people. Um, some people just are naturally social people, but I know some people struggle with this, especially after loss. Um, and I just pray that you would give them the confidence to go out and start speaking to people and to, um, Mm -hmm. interact with the world again. Um, I just thank you for all the blessings. I pray that you would, you know, do like your word says and take care of the widows and the widowers. And, mm-hmm. um, I just thank you for this op- opportunity to speak to so many people. It's such a blessing and a gift. And, um, you're just a good, good father and that's who you are. And it's in Jesus name. We pray to you. Amen. Amen. I thought we we're going to break out into song. Cause that's actually a song. It is. I know. <laughs> Love it. Well, thank you everybody for listening and hanging with us through our funny funny jokes dorkiness yes all the stuff anyways thanks for joining us and you know if you liked this episode (laughs) give us a little ping five stars on apple podcast or wherever you listen helps us get the word out you can find us on instagram at widow too soon underscore also facebook a lot of people are joining us there we'd love for you to join us just look up look up widow too soon and you can email us at widow too soon m at gmail.com. You can follow me on TikTok at widow goals, all the places. So again, thanks for joining all us. All over on TikTok. All over on TikTok. All right. We'll see you later. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. God bless you.